All right, so leave it up to Democrats to mess up everything. Leave it, leave it up to the liberals to just screw everything up, even the Chicago Bears. Now, how long have the Bears been in Soldier Field? For a very long time, right? Chicago Bears, Soldier Field. Well, uh, the Daily Caller uh, reports that the Bears can't even be bribed to stay in crime-ridden Chicago. This is coming from the Daily Caller. It says uh, the Chicago Bears have rejected Mayor Lightfoot's billion-dollar offer to improve their home stadium and are determined to relocate to a calmer, less crime-ridden area. The city of Chicago announced in a Tuesday press release. <laughs> Says uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot offered an incentive, an incentive with a value of up to $2.2 billion in renovations to the Soldier Field Stadium in the hopes of convincing the Bears to stay in the city, according to the release. Yeah. That's how bad it's gotten. The Chicago Bears. The Chicago, you know what the Bears mean <laughs> to the city of Chicago? The Chicago Bears don't want to stay there. And see, these are the things that I talk about and I get criticism. But it's always in these Democrat-ran cities. Always. And this is one of the worst mayors I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen between her, Gavin Newsom. The, I mean, they are horrible. Absolutely horrible. And she had the nerve to um, buck up against the Chicago Police Union and the Fire Department over the, you know, the pop shot, the mandates for the pop shot, you know, in 2021. And get rid of officers because they didn't want to take the stupid pop shot. In a already crime-ridden city. That's always in the top, I would say, five homicide rate. Always. Chicago's known for it. It's gotten so bad that Chicago Bears do not want to. Do you, see, people, do you, are you thinking about it? Do you stop and think about that? How, how, and you know what it's for. You know what the reason is. It says the upgrades included installing structures in both end zones that support an enclosed domed roof over the stadium, adding additional seating to accommodate an extra um, 
8,500 fans and quadrupling the venue's food and beverage square footage. Says the Bears dismissed Lightfoot's upgrades to Soldier Field and made it clear that they only that the only location for their new home turf would be in the city's calmer suburbs. It says that uh, says the team said that in a statement reported by the Daily Herald. So it says as part of a, excuse me, as part of our mutual agreement with the seller of that property, we are not pursuing alternative stadium deals or sites, including renovations to Soldier Field, the Bears said in a statement according to ESPN. It says the new stadium is 30 miles northwest of Soldier Field. Um, it says the Bears' exodus from Chicago could be, could prove to be a major loss for the city this fall. The team is the seventh most valuable franchise in the league. Wow. Man, that's crazy. How do you lose the The Bears. The Bears in Chicago Field, excuse me, Chicago um, Soldier Field. Like, imagine the Packers leaving Lambeau Field. That's what that's what I'm trying to get across. Okay. Teams relocate all the time, but this is the Bears and Soldier Field. This isn't something to sneeze at. There's certain teams that just don't leave. their city, nor do they abandon their field. It's just like the Yankees. The Yankees don't leave the Bronx. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, uh, the Washington Commanders, they left D.C. and went to, um, they moved out to, uh, was it Landover? And they haven't been the same since. It doesn't even have the same feeling. But I'm I'm bringing up, <laughs> I'm bringing this up to say, how do you let your city get so bad that one of the most storied franchises? I know they haven't won much late as of late, but through the history, man, of this team, <laughs> yo, it's crazy. This is crazy. And they and they got the stadium was remodeled some time ago anyway. The fact that it's gotten so bad that they don't even want to be there anymore. But this is what lefty liberals keep voting for. I posted something on Getter about the city of of not Chicago, um Philadelphia. Certain part, certain parts of Philadelphia that look worse than a third world country, but these people keep voting for these people and putting them back in office for what?
can't you see they are, they are intentionally destroying your communities? Vote blue no matter who. But you see how that turned out, right? You see how that turned out. Look at poopy pants. I I mean, it just doesn't. How do you mess up the Bears in Chicago? How? How is that? I started laughing as soon as I saw the article. I just, I said, I got to talk about it. I know it's random and it, you know, it doesn't have much to do with much, but it's just another example of libtard stupidity. Instead of hiring more police officers to bolster your police force, this idiot, Mayor Lightfoot, a.k.a. Beetlejuice, bucked up against her police department and the fire union, the fire department, during the, you know, the rollout of the pop shot, when they back when they were mandating it. Because <laughs> there was a significant amount of officers that did not want to take it. And in the fire department as well. And when they tried to bring it up to her, she basically dismissed them and told them to go F themselves. So they quit. So you had officers quit and go to um, different places. I heard some of them went to Indiana. I don't know how many exactly. But that was a big thing for a while. And now crime is so bad and it's been so bad for so long that the owner is just like, look, you know, we're done. We're done here. We're done with Chicago. And this is going to happen throughout. And I don't want to drag this out. This this is something that's going to happen um, throughout a number um, of liberal Democrat-ran cities. You're going to see this more and more. Watch. Pay attention. Pay attention. Crime was so bad in L.A. and San Francisco. L.A. police union during Christmas said, I cannot guarantee out-of-towners, tourists, um, visitors to the city, I cannot guarantee your safety. And San, people in San Francisco, Los Angeles, they were leaving their car, the trunks open so that the criminals would know that there's nothing in there so they don't have to break in. That's how bad it got. But you want to vote blue no matter who. Some people never learn, man. The bears are who we thought they were. And you didn't let them off the hook. You kicked them out of your city. Vote blue no matter who. And this is what you get. You lose one of the most historic franchises in the entire NFL. Moms of Liberty say that 
PayPal froze their account. This is coming from ReclaimTheNet.org. Moms of Liberty say PayPal froze their account. They're in support of Ron DeSantis' move against biased companies. All right. Conservative group Moms of Liberty is supporting Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' push to ban state investments from using environmental, social, and governance ESG ratings, which is, you know, that which in itself is just ridiculous. Environmental, social, and governance ratings, ESG ratings. The group says PayPal froze its account and some of its members' accounts. This is what PayPal is doing. Um, uh, PayPal has been attacking conservative groups. Um, this is not, this part right here isn't from Reclaim the Net. This is me speaking. Um, PayPal, what's the other one? Um, GoFundMe, they were notorious for banning and stripping money away from people that were donating um, to the truckers' strike in Canada. Okay, so for all of you people out there that claim that there's no coup or there's no um, cabal, (laughs) right, that there's no, you know, that we're just conspiracy theorists and no one's trying to take away your freedom, no one's trying to take away your right, um, especially your right to protest or freedom of speech. PayPal is actively banning certain people. Um, I know conservative podcasters, independent podcasters that have differing opinion, excuse me, from the uh, mainstream media have been banned. So people want to donate to PayPal. Uh, You know, they, they set up an account so that people can donate to their uh, to their podcast, you know, via PayPal, and they're getting banned and shut down. And the left-wing media is pretending like it's not happening. So, therefore, when I speak on it, I sound crazy. Right? I sound crazy to certain people because they're not in the know. They don't know that this is happening. So, essentially, what's happening is this. the Powers to be, right? I'll use that. I'll use that loosely. The powers that be are, on one hand, pretending like they're standing up for freedom and justice and they're protecting our our democracy, as they love to say it. That's what the Democrats, they love to scream, we were, we've got to protect our democracy. January the 6th was an attack on our democracy. Right. But in the background, what they're doing, they're collaborating with these uh, PayPal, GoFundMe. uh, And they're stripping away alternative media. Um, They're they're. um, What's the word I'm looking for? They're, They're taking away a means or a way for them to earn money. Because they want the mainstream media to be the only voice that's heard. 
See, it was fine. They loved alternative media when it was just simple little podcasters talking about their daily lives. You know, little little podcasts talking about, you know, how to how to have a better marriage, weight loss, uh sports, which is nothing wrong with that. Right? It's nothing wrong with that. But when alternative media became a major threat to the mainstream media by reporting actual news, people on the ground reporting, doing real journalism, not reading from a script like CNN, MSNBC, When that happened and it became a, a a real threat because they started seeing the increase in in the um in in listeners and Patreons, people that were actually donating to alternative media, mainstream media and the powers that be lost it. They lost their mind. Because they saw a decrease in their viewership and their listenership. This group is called Moms of Liberty. How do you repay them? You ban them from PayPal. How do you how do you show that you're on the side of liberty? How how does PayPal and and, and these let's face it? The Democrat-ran government who's behind this because it's really, and really to be honest, that's not even fair because it's really the powers that be behind the Democrats that are telling them what to do. And you have rhino Republicans that are right along there with them. So this isn't really a Democrat-Republican thing, but it just so happens that there's more Democrats that are with this that are active in stripping away your right to freedom of speech. But there are some rhino Republicans out there. What I mean by rhino is Republican in name only, in case you don't know. Most people know, but some people don't. That's what it means, Republican in name only. Okay. You can't get, I mean, the irony, this group is called Moms of Liberty and PayPal freezes their account. Unreal. So this, uh, what is it called again? ESG rating, Environmental, Social, and Governance Rating. what, What is... What is what is that? That sounds like some kind of uh, some form of I don't want to use the word communism, but um, social credit score, and that's another thing that's coming to the United States of America: social credit score, where they're going to monitor your activities online, and what you do online will determine whether or not you are able to. Uh, get a house 
Get a loan. Um, get a job. Do anything. I mean, God forbid, if you if you were to say, there's going to come a time, you know, if, if we keep heading in this direction, I don't know what's going to happen in 2024, but there's going to come a time when you could have posted something back in 2013. Let's say, let's say 2014, 2015 on Facebook, you posted, um, I'm voting for such and such, or I'm voting for this candidate. They can say, well, that candidate, we determine that that candidate makes you a right-wing extremist because you you voted for this person. That could tick you down on your social—they're already monitoring you. They're already monitoring you. So anyway, getting back to this. DeSantis wants the State Board of Administration, which has oversight over state investments, to direct pension fund managers not to use political factors when investing the state money, the state's money. It says here in the quote, it says, we want them to invest the state's money for the best interest of the beneficiaries of those funds, which is, again, the people that are retired cops and teachers and other public employees. All right. He added that businesses have an influx of activist employees who believe they're entitled to have their employer basically emote the same political values as they do. The problem is that the inmates are running the asylum. DeSantis believes that ESG policies are being used by elites in society to impose a woke ideology on the economy. So that what they're doing is, what he means by that, they're, they're fusing the two together. Okay, they're taking their woke agenda, you know, this council culture, you know, use pronouns. You can't call him, him, you got to call him or her. You know, that that kind of craziness. You don't know what to say to people no more. They're trying to tie that in with the economy. If we keep heading down this path, <laughs> there's going to come a time when you're going to see someone on the street and you're going to say, uh, excuse me, sir, can you tell me how to get to 14th Street? And he could say, oh, my God, he called me a, a sir. He could be somebody that identifies as a female. The next thing you know, he he charges you with the hate crime. That sounds crazy to you right now. But if we continue down this path, this is where, we're, where we'll be. So somebody's got to put a stop to it, man. Somebody's got to put a stop to it. Um. So anyway, DeSantis would go on to say, um, we don't want to see the economy further politicized, and we want to push back against politicization. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's already happened, DeSantis said. says, our investment of funds should be 
for the best interest of our beneficiaries here in the state of Florida. It should not be a vehicle to impose ideological agenda. Yes. Um, let's see here. This quote here. Um, in a day and age of cancel culture, where parental rights groups are being de designated as domestic terrorists by, by our own United States Department of Justice, the cancelization, excuse me, the cancellation of our financing by major organizations just seems like the next step. That's what I'm, but I'm trying to say here, the next step in these draconian policies. I believe this person's name is Desovich. Um, that's what was said in this, um, that's Tina Desovich. If I'm saying her name wrong, I apologize. Um, but she is the uh, Moms of Liberty co-founder, Tina Desovich. I may be butchering her name. Um, but yeah, they froze her PayPal account. This, I mean, the irony, Moms of Liberty, right, gets their PayPal account frozen because of who they support. Okay, but yet, here you have a Democratic-ran government that is overseeing this and allowing this mess to happen. But yet they're always claiming they want to protect their to protect our democracy, as they claim, which is nothing but cold speech. When they say that it's cold speech, for me, what it means is they're protecting the ruling class. That when they say our democracy, they're not talking about you; they're talking about themselves. Protecting our democracy is code speech. It means to keep the ruling class in rulership, to keep them in a rulership position. You have to understand how these people talk. They speak in code. Okay? So whenever you hear them, and I went much longer than I intended to on this, whenever you hear these people talking about we must protect our democracy. We have to do this for the protection of our democracy. They're not talking about keeping your rights intact. No, what they're talking about is taking away your rights and making sure that they remain in the rulership power position. Okay, that's what that means. Let's have a moment of honesty. Let's just talk about something. You know, Trump has been gone since January 2021. And I swear, these lefty liberals cannot stop talking about this man. Now, I, I had a thought. I said, these people are obsessed with Trump in a way that is actually kind of scary. It's scary. 
Um, and I, <clears throat> when you think about it, it's almost as if it's like they got daddy issues or something. You know what I mean? Like they cannot let go. They're like that. Liberals, uh, Democrats have turned into that that weird ex, that jealous ex, that weird ex that won't let go. They just, just, they will not let go. And, um, Part of it is because poopy pants, Biden, doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He doesn't know what planet he's on. And I <clears throat> I don't even think he's he's running anything at all. He's not making his own decisions, but that's neither here nor there. But um, the insanity, the craziness that you see online, uh, every time I turn around, everything in the news feed is Trump, 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 Trump. Trump, 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 Trump. So it's it's just weird, man. Um and I I just I'm getting I'm I'm really thinking that um they have the media has successfully just screwed a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people, half the country at least, screwed their brains, scrambled their brains up to have this orange man bad syndrome. It's on a thousand. It's on a thousand, man. They're more obsessed with Trump than Trump is. It's crazy. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. You know, I've never seen anything like I've never seen this type of obsession over this over this one person. Um, They don't care about gas prices. They don't care about anything. War. They don't care. Everything as long as they get their. And, and you know what? As long as they get their Trump fix, that's all that matters. But I was thinking about something else. Since Trump left the White House, CNN's ratings have just. Uh, MSNBC is not doing that well either. Uh, so I think part of it is they need the boogeyman. They need him to stay relevant. Even when he's quiet, because he's not really speaking. Trump is really, he has a speaking engagement every once in a while. The irony is, here's the funny thing. This is how stupid uh, the liberals and mainstream media and big tech, this is how stupid they are. Or you can say they're geniuses, depending on how you're looking at it, right? They banned Trump from Facebook and Twitter and I believe everything, right? All of the big tech. Uh, the the main big tech uh, platforms, right? This is how stupid these people are, or you can say they're geniuses, depending on how you're looking at it. They banned him, but at the same time, they talk about him every day. I'm talking about mainstream media when I say they at this point. Mainstream media wants to get rid of Trump while at the same time keeping them relevant by speaking about them every single day. 
every hour on hour. So it's like they need to censor him to keep him from speaking, but yet they can't stop speaking about him. They can't stop talking about him. They don't want him to talk, but they can't stop talking about him. You see where I'm going with this? You understand what I'm saying? It's kind of like um, like you, you have an ex-girlfriend that won't. It's like, it's like you have an ex-girlfriend that she don't want to be with you any, anymore, but yet she don't want you to be with anyone else. So she sabotages, it's like she finds a way to, like she stalks you and, and feeds information to your new chick. You know what I mean? Like she she figures out some kind of way to, to screw your, your next relationship up. That's these these people won't let Trump. <laughs> they they fought for four years to get rid of Trump, but yet they can't stop talking about him. It's like in the news feed. I just like I look through random like Google, Bing, uh, Smart News, whatever. Just these random news feeds. These all all of the big tech companies, everything. And it's just Trump, 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 Trump. Like Rihanna said, work, 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 work. It's just Trump, 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 Trump. All I ever see is Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump. It's like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. And like I said, Trump has a big ego. He is obsessed with himself. But they're even more obsessed with him than he is. It's the craziest thing, man. It's the craziest thing. And like I said, part of it is they need him. They need him because whether they want to admit it or not, Trump was the straw that stirred the drink. He kept things interesting. He kept things going and he told the truth a lot. They said he lied, but a lot of things he said turned out to be true. And I've, I didn't find that out until later on um, in his presidency, really in the last year. That's when I figured out like, what they would do a lot of times, they would, Trump would say something, um, and what the news media would do, they would spin it. They would take clips, edit it, and make it sound like he's talking about something that he's not even talking about. And they did that. They, they did that with Charlottesville. They lied and said he never denounced white supremacy when he's on the damn camera doing a live, live uh, stream denouncing it. Right? These people have this weird obsession with this dude. Um, like he poses the greatest threat to them because what you find out in, in life, uh, not to get all philosophical, right? But liars cannot tell, excuse me, liars cannot stand to be around truth tellers. They just, they're not going to, they're not going to get along. Nothing, nothing, um, there's nothing that a liar fears more than the truth. There's nothing a liar fears more than the truth. And and Trump had the tendency of just bleh, just spitting out the truth and at inconvenient moments 
Um, if you're not into politics, you're not going to really understand what I'm talking about. Uh, but he would just bleh and just say stuff that, you know, it was kind of like he 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 wasn't like Obama. Obama was reading from a script. Obama was just the the typical politician. Same thing. George W. was was well, he portrayed a moron. I don't even think he's really as stupid as he pretended to be. George W. Bush. Bill Clinton was is the classic politician, right? He doesn't need a script because he knows how to lie right off the top of his dome. He's a good freestyler. But the thing with Trump, Trump would just bleh. <laughs> right? He just he'll just come out and say something you're not supposed to say on camera. He'll just come out and say it. Right? So they couldn't control him. And one thing I know about uh that world being in the DC area my whole life pretty much. They, these people have an obsession with control. Like they, they, they want to control the narrative, control the news cycle, control what you, what, what information you hear, um, on a daily basis. And he shook, Trump shook that up and messed their whole world up. And now they can't stop obsessing over him. And it's, it's weird. It's weird. Again, I get it. To a certain extent, I get it. He draws ratings, and they need those ratings. Nobody cares about poopy pants Biden. Um, Biden Biden doesn't know what planet he's on. Okay, Kamala's an idiot, a cackling idiot. She doesn't know anything. And uh, I, I guess it's like you censored him. You banned Trump, but... What else do you have to talk about? You you can't report on real news because then that would make Biden look bad. You can't give real job number reports. You you can't talk about the gas prices. You can't oil. You can't you can't if you're talking about the real news. <laughs> so you have to go back to orange man bad. Let's talk about how much we hate Trump again. Some people see through it and some people don't. <laughs> 